You're listening to the Sports Talk Podcast with Darcy Waldegrave from News Talk ZB. Joined now by Daryl Halligan as we look ahead to this huge game. Canterbury Bulldogs are taking on the Penrose Warriors. Of course, he's a former dog himself, a Warriors commentator, and he joins us. Welcome to the show, mate. Massive game tonight, huh? This is the best game of the year when you sit in my position. I mean, ex-Bulldog, love the Warriors, worked with them for so long, so I get a win with either way tonight, so... Whatever happens tonight, you can get a win. Well, the thing here is that everyone's so focused on the refereeing controversy from the week, it's almost uh-uh. like they've forgotten there's points on the line come a, a Friday night. Do you think we can get away from that focus and the and the ref in the middle will actually just ref it as it is and not have that baggage of what we know? It's Cummins in the middle, isn't it? Oh, 100%. I know it's been topical uh, over there in New Zealand this week, but... At the end of the day, the Warriors have been really good and really resilient with um, the games they, uh, they've won and also the games they haven't won this year. They uh, haven't sort of basically moaned or played the violin. And um, I was up there on the Sunshine, sorry, Gold Coast on Tuesday with them um, for training and uh, they're exactly the same. They're really buoyant. Um, they realise it's been three games where they've been in the balance deep into the games in the last 20 minutes and haven't got the points. But um, this one, um, yeah, this one's really, really interesting. Uh, the dogs... They lose the uh, the fastest man on the planet, Josh Adokar, at the captain's run yesterday. Um, and then there's a kid on the bench who we sort of should have a look at, and his name's Carl Olaupu, and he was a big buy from uh, the Broncos, one of the Broncos' best juniors that uh, Phil Gould bought, bought last year, and he's come to the club. Cole Flanagan uh, has been missing the last two games, courtesy of, of this kid. He comes off the bench, and, and the old-timer Josh Reynolds gets a bit of a spell in the halves when he comes on, but He's got a massive running game. Um, he's actually got some Kiwi heritage to him too, even though he spent most of his life here uh, in Australia. But he's certainly one to watch. Looking at the halves, because we've had a change there, whether you like it or not, Ronald Volkman is coming into the sixth jumper. How do you think that's going to affect the general makeup of the side now that we've got Dylan Batter roam off the bench? Well, that's one of my questions for Webby tonight when I interview him on uh, on Sky. So he's got that question coming at him. <laughs> Dylan walking back to the bench and Ronnie... Um, he gets his chance. So Tohu Harris really plays halfback, doesn't he? And Sean sometimes plays 5-8 off the back of him. So <laughs> how Ronnie fits into that pattern, I'm really keen to see and and see how it works. I think it probably pushes Sean a little bit wider in terms of a two-pass wide uh, ruck attack. And therefore, that might free up a little bit of space, depending uh, how much room he's got in front of him with outside backs of Canterbury. But um, yeah, no, so um, that question's coming uh, to Andrew Webster tonight, hopefully, in the, in the pregame. Daryl Halligan joins the program. Daryl, we know that the Warriors had uh, three games in 11 days. They were very tough fixtures. The last two games, they didn't really bother the scorekeeper much. I think six points maybe in a in around about, what, 160 minutes of code. This is an issue for this team. Why do you think that is? Why do you think they've failed to cross the line on a regular basis? Well, they went across a couple of times and, and couldn't get it down in the first uh, game they had. Uh, Jackson Ford went across a couple of times and couldn't get it down, so that was a uh, little bit of an issue against the Roosters. But yeah, I do. Um, they're averaging like uh, 18 points a game. Uh, Canterbury only averaging 17 points a game. The, the plus for Canterbury, uh, sorry for the Bulldogs here, is that Canterbury are leaking 25 points a game. 
So, uh, and whereas, you know, the Warriors are uh, conceding 20 points a game, which is pretty close to what they're actually scoring. So, um, you could argue that this isn't the best defensive team. Canterbury uh, are in the competition, and therefore the Warriors should hopefully get some points tonight. Um, you know, it comes down to play the ball speed and field position and all that sort of stuff. And, and most importantly is, is making the most of your opportunities. So, um, if they get the opportunities tonight and they uh, they get across, then uh, while everyone's going to be important, they uh, they should come away a winner. And hopefully they'll have a full complement of players as well, Stray Dog, because they've had that problem, of course, of, of the last couple of games too. Last week, they keep getting guys sent off. Yeah, a couple of real niggly ones. Um, you know, Dimitrik gets 10 in the bin for a little bit of a, you know, shove in the face, really. But anyway, he did, so you have to be big enough to uh, to, to accept that. Um, I think it'll be a you know it'll be a fairly exciting game. Uh, Cameron Seraldo loves his guys to to actually shift the football, and he's a big one on shifting it to space. So you know, like we will see the likes of Hayes Perham and um, Jake Avarillo in some space at times, and and then the big key for mine is in the second half, basically when they're. Uh, uh, on about halfway, Matt Burton's going to wind up a couple of big, nice bombs, and it's going. <laughs> the Warriors are going to be yelling out "Yours," <laughs> you know what I mean. So, 20 minutes into the second half, that he just starts sending these big torpedo bombs up, and and no one really wants them. You know what I mean? I can just see Charles Nicole Clockstead looking across at someone like Rocco Berry or Marcelo Montoya going "Yours." <laughs> I was going to ask that exact same question, Daryl. I'm glad you you pulled that out of me before I I managed to ask because that really is a a threat. I suppose it's just time under the ball. But in in Nickel Clockstar, you've got someone who's very comfortable. And these players are. Are they not comfortable under the high ball? Most of the fullbacks in today's modern game are comfortable under the under the high ball if the ball is rotating in an, in an ordinary fashion, you know, end over end. When it's coming down with a spiral on it and it's drifting from side to side, I couldn't say that any fullback is comfortable uh, under under that high ball. So I was actually thinking Sean Johnson can actually do it as well. I've, I've seen Sean spiral the ball a lot, and he's a really in-depth kicker. Um, you know, I don't think he'd have quite the power now that um, that Matt Burton has. But Bert, Burton's about the only one that's really consistently bringing them out. Um, so, and, and it is one of their, you know, main weapons in the second half. And, uh, you know, what I think uh, three times it hit the ground and went anywhere. So, um, yeah, it's, um, let's see how she uh, unfolds tonight. There's been a few changes around uh, with uh, Ed Cussy not being involved. It means uh, Montoya's been pushed back out to the wing again, which means we've got uh, Rocco Berry uh, turning up in the centre role. How do you think he's going to cope? Put two, uh, two tries in cup last week and um, from all reports played really, really well. Um, played quite a few games um, last year through COVID up at uh, Redcliffe, Rocco. It's about time for Rocco to string a few games together. He's been with the Warriors for probably five or six years now and uh, had a couple of issues in terms of um, back uh, issues. and you know. But um, on Tuesday night when, when he was running, they had an opposed session against um, Burley Bears. He looked really, really good, looked sharp. So... Hopefully he um, gets a few opportunities, and the and the run meters of the outside backs in, in the modern game are, are so important. He won't be afforded the luxury of you know like trying to find your feet. You either got to hit the ground running now, or you know that's, that's that you're setting that accountable. So um yeah, I, uh, Rocco's up for it, and and he should be good. Uh, Marcelo Montoya's been been excellent. The way he's been able to shift from sort of the wing back into the centre position and, and cover those spots, and um you know outside of chance, Nicole clocks that he's our highest carrier of the football out wide um, and also you know I think he's second to chance on averages and run metres so Marcelo's been good he's not he's not the biggest man in town either but he um, let me tell you he, he throws his body at the line 
And let's finish things off. Daryl Halligan with who's going to get the chocolates. I know you don't care either way. You can't lose. But if you had five bucks, which way would it go? <laughs> you can't lose. I don't think anyone's ever said that to me. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, look, I'm, uh, I think the Warriors will get up over this one. They beat them by two points at Mount Smart just one month ago. And I think they'll go into this one even though uh, they haven't had a win for three weeks with um, a little more confidence in the last uh, three weeks being the Roosters, Melbourne and, uh, and Penrith, which was a pretty tough ask. So they're going uh, well-primed, put it that way. The right call is your call on 0800-80-1080. Sports Talk on your home of sport. News Talk ZB. For more from Sports Talk, listen live to News Talk ZB from 7pm weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.